broadcasting around the world. This is the Hard Asset Money Show. Your wealth, your money, your future. Serious talk about what's happening and how you can profit. Live in three, two, one. Talking about the, the ramifications of inflation. We've had a number of shows about it, but it's getting worse. You know, it's one thing when we talk about something that's an issue or something that has great effects on our long-term investment strategy. This has a, a, a profound problem with everybody's investment because very few people are truly diversified. Very few people understand long-term versus short-term. Most people get emotional about short-term fluctuations and that is a problem because it doesn't allow them to focus on their core attributes, which is the business at hand, which is whatever they do for a living. Investments should work for them. You should not work for your investments. Don't chase dollars to make a few pennies. Don't chase pennies to make nothing. Instead, what you need to focus on is diversification within any size investment portfolio. Doesn't matter if it's 10,000, doesn't matter if it's 10 million. Maintaining a consistency of diversification is how you have consistent growth yearly. Okay, it's been proven. When you look at 5, 10, 15, even 25 year strategies for long term investing, those are the people that make the most amount of money. Focus on what you make doing what you do. Make your money working. Let your money work for you. So we're talking about inflation and how that's going to help and hurt many, many people around the world. So some of the important underlying trends in the economy is, let's take used cars. Okay, everyone's been talking about used cars. Boy, I got a lot of calls and people talking about used cars. Prices are so high. Oh my God, that's, uh, I can't afford it. You can afford a car. You just don't like paying sometimes what those cars cost. And there's cars for 10,000, there's cars for you know a million dollars. It's all dependent upon what your needs are. However, in all fairness, I will agree, used car prices are about the highest ever as a percentage to what they probably cost new. In fact, I saw, uh, and well, actually I read, I didn't say I saw, but I, I read how some cars six and 12 months old are bringing more money than the sticker prices that they sold for because their supply is so low right now. Chips are a big factor, but overall, just things are going up in value. The cost to make a car is much more expensive today than it was a year ago. This podcast is brought to you by Hard Asset Management. We have the guaranteed lowest prices on all precious metals and rare coins. Call us at 844-426-4653. That's 844-426-4653. So if you're bitching, complaining about used cars, don't because it's not going to change. As long as we have inflationary policies of debt spending at this level, and I mean a level that's unprecedented, both domestic and globally, do not think that these prices are going to come down anytime soon and nor... Do not think that the trend is down in the long term because it's not. It's actually quite high. So prices are going up for everything. It hints that details of specific inflation factors in each price of what we're buying is very important. means that when you're looking at something very specific that you must have or need versus even what you want, but let's say you need it, you must remember whatever it is you need today, more than likely... At the rate of inflation that we're seeing in the last 24 hours, the numbers from the CPI says it's going to be 10 to 15% higher this time next year. So if you're going to buy it, buy it now. Because apparently, from what it appears based on the math that we're seeing or the analytics that we're starting to gather, 
it's going to be much more expensive. So that is a call that should wake everybody up because how are your investments going to hedge? So when you see companies having huge growth, that growth is coming from consumers with a ton of cash in their accounts because of stimulus money, because of debt, because of overcapacity of cash in the economy. But the day of reckoning will happen. And it will happen sooner than later and it will happen quick. And it will happen to the point where you look at the numbers of the stocks and bonds, how they've increased over the last two, three, four years, five years. That will come to a grinding halt. And when it does, it's too late to diversify. Because the asset class that you need to be in will have already taken off. Like today, gold is up substantially. Platinum's up. Silver's up. Oil's up. Again, get used to it. So inflation complacency may be the least of the central bank worries. Well, what that means is everywhere on the planet, the affluent classes, those with savings, who've done well from the lockdown, who have done well for high inflationary movement, from massive global debt offerings and propping up the economies through basically printing cash that we don't have, they're already selling, okay? They've already started selling a lot of the paper assets, the real estate, and they're getting into cash. The Hard Asset Money Show will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Green energy demands could potentially explode silver prices to $200 an ounce, according to some experts. Silver in 2020 rose nearly 48%, beating the S&P by more than double, while the dollar declined close to 7%. Hard Asset Management has the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, award-winning customer service, and expedited shipping. Call now and get your free Hard Asset Management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. I read an article yesterday that said one of the largest leading Wall Street firms has sold over 25% of all of its holdings and is in cash for the first time in decades. They've never been this cash rich. And that 25% was in recent months, not recent years, recent months. Whatever they sold last year or whatever they sold prior to this, I don't know. But the article states that one of the leading Wall Street firms is now more cash rich from its personal investing to its clients investing than any time in decades. The result that we're seeing from all of this is that we expect Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, a host of great firms, you know, they're all credible. I mean, they all, they all give you analytic information. It's up to us to take that information, discern it in such a way, regurgitate it to where it's understandable and it applies to what we're doing and how we're doing it. They've all said, it's a bubble. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. Gold's going higher. Silver's going higher. Okay? Home prices are not sustainable. When was the last time we saw home prices go from 2001, 2002 to 2008? Homes were up 200, 300%. What happened? They dropped up to 70% in some markets. You couldn't give that stuff away for tinderwood. The result was home prices were skyrocketing everywhere during that time. Why? Because we stimulated the economy through a pathway of debt and quantitative easing, the one, two, and three, because of the 9-11 tragedy, which was needed and necessary. That was a legitimate way of which to maintain growth or to regain the growth because we had a massive collapse, as you know, in the September of, of 01. So that was good. But does it need to go on forever? Do you really need to be drunk every day for 10, 12 years? Probably not. 
So right now we're drunk on money. We're not sure where we're at. We're sometimes not yeah, a little bit coherent on our direction. So you've got to set that aside and you've got to start looking at this. This week, Powell, Federal Reserve Chairman, and United States Treasury Secretary, Ms. Janet Yellen, we're chatting about the Financial Stability Oversight Council. It's a, it's a body set up that's post-global financial crisis in 2010. Many of you already heard of it. It identifies excessive risk to the U.S. financial system. I know many of you all have heard of this. For the ones you haven't, it's important. Housing is more frothy than 2007, according to the Case-Shiller U.S. Property Value Index. Okay, what the hell does that mean? The Case-Shiller U.S. Property Value Index is basically the value of homes and the relative value they represent within the economy based on the economy's growth as well as the amount of growth it has already seen in the average medium price home in different markets like L.A., New York, Miami, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, they're all going to have different reflection points in property values in various percentages, but for the most part, they're all going up substantially. Some more, some less, but at the end of the day, we all agree that housing has gone through the roof in the last seven, eight, 10 years. Okay, the problem with this is it's not sustainable. Ms. Yellen and Jerome Powell, you know, Federal Reserve Powell, very smart people, very credible people. Not necessarily does everybody agree with their policies, but they're very credible people, has said they are now concerned for a second housing bubble bursting that could shake the foundations of our financial system beyond any record, any measure, or any understanding. However, this time will be different because they're saying that the housing market was not as vulnerable to a massive number of low credit score mortgages defaulting. Well, wait a second. You're saying that there's no subprime lending? Okay. How about the 12 to 15 million homes that are about to go into foreclosure because mortgage payment requirements were furloughed over the last 18 months, roughly 12, 18 months. And everybody that had the homes who didn't make the payments, well, they can't go back and pay those. Their credits are destroyed or something came up and they lost their jobs. They didn't get no stimulus money. More homes are about to hit the market through eviction process, readjusting the amount of homes available in the upcoming few, next few months than any time in history. If you look at the affluent middle class, a recent study found that they are financially stretched beyond any past measure. And so if you think about 12, 15, even 20 million Americans, which, you know, that's, that's a lot of people. And then you look at the fact that they've stretched themselves to either one, buy a new home, maintain the home, second home, third home, and then they didn't have to pay for some of the mortgages on one, two, or three of these homes because they had mortgage relief where that means is you don't get paid the money for the mortgage that you didn't pay on. You just don't have to pay the mortgage during that time. What are you going to do? Well, that's not good. So now when the bubble bursts and it's starting to burst in several markets, I can tell you this firsthand. I've started to do some research by calling around. I made a calls, had to check it out personally. And what I found was that most of the markets in the U.S. are seeing a significant slowdown in the bids that they would receive on any number of homes. And two, some homes just aren't getting bids at all. Things of which that would have sold for much more or higher prices six months ago, five months ago, four months ago, aren't selling right now. It's not panic time, but it's sounding an initial alarm. If it wasn't that concerning, they wouldn't have addressed it in their recent committee meetings and minutes that were then made available to the public. 
This is going to be a really big problem of the next stage of the global financial crisis that we're experiencing. The structure of the market has also changed. Banks don't lend anymore. They broke their risk off to the investment sector. So in the case of U.S. mortgages, back to government through the mortgage-backed bond buybacks policies and to the non-bank financial institutions, they now finance and originate and service mortgages. So in other words, banks don't want to do direct lending. There's individual private lenders that do the lending. Banks package up the mortgages and sell those as bonds. Why? Well, because banks don't want the risk because they know it's going to be really bad. The Hard Asset Money Show will be right back after a word from our sponsor. The world is in crisis, with political unrest and financially unstable countries trying to print their way to prosperity by taking on trillions of dollars of new debt. It's incredibly concerning. That's why you need to own silver as a hedge. So call today to receive the free hard asset information kit on how easy it is to purchase and own silver. Green energy demands should turbocharge silver prices to 50, 100, even 300 an ounce, according to many experts around the world. Silver is a proven hedge against inflation. Since 1971, silver has returned over 11% when averaged yearly. Silver is a proven wealth preservation for hundreds of years. Silver in 2020 rose over 47%, while the dollar declined close to 7%. Hard Asset Management is a trusted leader in precious metals and rare coins for nearly 40 years. We have the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, expedited shipping, with award-winning customer service available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday. So protect yourself from the chaos. Invest in stability with Hard Asset Management. Call now and get your free Hard Asset Management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. So what we're saying today is, are you invested? Are you diversified in your investments? Are you ready for a, a drop, a bubble burst? Michael Berry, who, who as many of you know, is one of the smartest guys I've ever researched. I've never personally met him, never talked to him, read enough about him, seen his results, phenomenal. Was the one that called the big bubble of the 2008 housing market. He said, we are gonna see the largest bubble burst in world history, and it's imminent. I don't know how to define imminent, don't know. I know what imminent means, it means very soon. Is it one week, one month, one quarter, don't know. But then again, I don't really care because I'm diversified. Are you? All right, that's our show. Thanks again. We appreciate everyone who's listening. Remember, precious metals, rare coins is not a cure-all, but it's an important part of your investment strategy for the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever that you make it, it's what it'll be worth. If you put the time in and you're patient, it has greater value down the road than it does today in hard assets, and it has even more value as we have some of these ups and downs and these roller coasters of economic policies that are supposedly good for everybody, but it seems that it always hurts many when it doesn't work out well. With that, I appreciate everybody being on the show. On our next show, we're going to dive into some very, very specifics on why are we spending so much money? Why do we need this? What is the cause and effect? The cause is because we've got to recover from this pandemic. The effect is it increases people's ability to maintain the consistency of growth and, and income, but there is a downside, cause and effect. Thank you, everybody.